Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Monday Night Call. It is once again Monday, and it is the almost the middle of April. And I just am like, what is going on with this time? And so for those of you that don't know me, I am Jen Springer, Young Living Platinum. I've been with the company since 2001. And it's been a crazy journey. I'm really close to my anniversary date here, going into my 16th year. And I just, I just can't believe it sometimes. I just remember long time ago, uh, back, I don't remember when it was, it was either fall of 2000 and, yeah, fall of 2000 or early 2001, right before Young Living came in my life, I just thought, I can't do this corporate thing forever. I absolutely despised it. Uh, you know, I was doing environmental science work and I was, at, before I left corporate, I was doing environmental, no, what was I doing? Quality engineering. <laughs> it was like such a long time, I can't remember. I just thought, I can't do this till I'm 65, but I don't know what I'm going to do. And there are so many people that are like me that are out there that are just waiting for you to say something to them about the opportunity of Young Living. And thank goodness my sponsors, you know, even back then it wasn't really cool to talk about Young Living as a business first, and they did. And they invited me over to a presentation at their house and I just remember thinking, man, those little bottles of oil are really cool. And they were very um, romantic and seductive to me. I just They were just sitting over there in the corner, and there was a, a desk reference book hanging out with them. And I just thought, wow, those are, like, really, really neat. And I learned about them, and I enrolled and started my business. And within six months, I was able to quit my corporate job. And, you know, back then, I was making really good, really good money for, you know, my age at the time. And... Here I am in 2016, and I quit April 1st of 2002. So it's been a long time, and uh, you know what? We've got this amazing company that we can offer solutions for people's financial situations if they're looking for that. And, of course, we have wellness you know, that we can offer people as well. And people just want to detox and clean up their homes and their life and provide a really health and green and clean environment for their pets and their children and, of course, themselves. And that's what we do. We just offer what we have, and either people are with us or they're not. And even when people say no, sometimes it's no, not now. And I, sound, I know that sounds so cliche, but I'm telling you guys, there have been people who I've sponsored in my business who I literally worked on for years. Not kidding. If somebody wanted, If I wanted somebody in my business, I would keep working on them and working on them until I was able to sponsor them. And that's what a part of that also is us personally growing. You know, there's a phrase in this industry that says your income follows your personal growth, and that is so incredibly true. You know, you might be thinking, why can't I sponsor one person? You know, what is the deal? Why can't I, you know, this seems like it would be easy. My friend is sponsoring all these people. My sponsor just moved up ranks, and I can't even sponsor anybody. Well, my question is going to be, what are you doing to personally grow every day? I mean, that is probably one of the most critical questions I can ask you because there are it's the little things. There's that um, uh, Darren Hardy wrote the book, The Compound Effect. And it's the little things that we do every day that build up over time for us to achieve our goals. 
So I give you kudos right now because you're listening to this training. I mean, you could be doing other things. I know the voice is coming on right now or maybe your other TV show that you TV during the day so that you could watch it when you got home from work and you're ready to eat or maybe you just want to relax and take a cat nap, but you're listening to this right now. And so what else are you doing is my question. You know, being plugged into training is like charging your phone. You know, if you take your phone and you charge it up one day, you know, we'll equate that to you going to a convention or a regional event or your upline did a training for that day and you're just like, oh, my God, I'm so charged up. I'm so excited about my business. But just like your phone, over the course of time, if you don't stay plugged in, you're going to lose your charge. And then you start putting things off. Oh, I'll get to Young Living next week or tomorrow will be better. And you you just start to wane and all of a sudden – Young Living is not in your life anymore, and your priorities slip, and then your business is something that you did. Oh, I did one of those things. It didn't work for me. Well, a huge piece of your success is staying plugged in, and that is why we do these Monday calls. That's why we created the Diamond Factory Training. It's part of what we make sure we offer for these tools for you. So if you are listening to the calls live, great. If you need to hear the recordings, um, you might be finding this recording somewhere all over the Internet because we have them plastered all over the place. But you can go to diamondfactorytraining.com, and there are over 100 calls there you can listen to for free. And you can listen and stream them on your phone, through your car. No matter what you're doing, you can have something playing of all these amazing people like our guest tonight. And you can be learning as you're going through your day with those dead times. You know, driving in your car, taking a shower, preparing your food. You could just be playing something and listening. And for those of you that are really rocking and rolling and you need some more specific guidance, that is why we have the lifetime membership, the premium training which has how to do expos, how to what to you know what to do for social media, what how do you lead your team when your summer volume is crashing, you know stuff like that. That's all part of the the upgraded premium level membership. And so for those of you who are new, you know part of the reason why we also created this is so that new people could have a training system in place and not have to recreate the wheel. So for those of you that are growing senior star executive, silvers, and you know your team is growing, or even beyond that, and you need training to plug people into, you can use this as well and let, it, let the system do the work for you while you keep sponsoring people and get to where you need to go. So there is that. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's so much coming. Let's talk quickly about the, uh, the specials. I almost said March. Yeah. What month are we in right now? Is it so crazy? Um, the specials for this month are really Fantastic. So for 190 PV, you get the 15 mil of orange essential oil, which is so great in the diffuser. Love orange in the diffuser. And a 5 mil of Panaway. But if you're on essential rewards, you get a 15 mil of stress away. That's a big bottle, guys. So, and one of the great things, honestly, is put stress away in the diffuser with orange. It's like awesome. And then for the 250 PV, you get the addition of the Digest and Cleanse to those specific um, other oils I just talked about. And then if you do the 300 PV, which this is the Wowza one, you get all the things I just mentioned, plus you get the Just for Kids collection, which is the 5 mil bottles of Owie, Tummy Jize, and Genius. I absolutely love Genius. When I've got you know, something I really need to focus on and have a clear mind, I love that Genius oil. It is absolutely cool, either diffused or applied. It's great. And then Digest and Cleanse, which was part of the 250 as well, is just 
amazing support for your digestive system. You know, you ate a little too much, your belly's full, you have a little gas, <laughs> you know, things like that. Or maybe you're doing a cleanse. You know, people always ask, I'm doing the cleansing trio or I'm doing, you know, doing one, you know, something else that Young Living's got for cleansing. And they, I need a little extra support. And I say, well, throw in Digest and Cleanse, hence the name, you know, Cleanse. It's part of that. So it's, it's a really great addition if you haven't tried that. It will be one that you'll always want in your cabinet, especially for those days you kind of overdid yourself. All right, so let's get into the call content here. All right, let me scroll down in my notes. So tonight is the Monday night call, and for rebroadcast of this call, you can go to diamondfactorytraining.com, and the most recent ones are at oursimpletraining.com. But they're they're all at diamondfactorytraining.com for all archives and uh, hundreds of people to listen to <laughs> over the course of time. So tonight's call, we have on a very, very... Um, explosive, dynamic, and cohesive team called The Real Deal. They are from Canada, and one of the team members, Lindsay, is in Colorado right now, but they're all Canadian. And I'm really excited to have them on because they have true synergy, which is, for me, you know, especially as a leader, you don't find that all the time. Sometimes it's like people are off doing their own things. One person's over here doing one thing. Someone else is doing that. Nobody's really cohesive and coming together. And that's what is so important about this team, and it's really, really going to be great for you guys to take incredible notes to create what they are talking about. Now, we've got Regan uh, Jewett, who is the head of the team. She's the diamond. And then we've got Amanda Martin, who's platinum, Chanel Morin, who is plat uh, platinum as well, and Lindsay Morin, who is platinum as well. And I am really excited to have them on because they're all friends. Some of them are related to each other, and they have been doing this. Regan started her team in 2009. And they haven't killed each other, and they still love each other, and they're friends. <laughs> and I and I think this is incredible for you guys to learn. So let's uh, get on with the call, ladies. Welcome. Can you all hear me? Are you all here? Yes. Yep. All yeah. right. <laughs> Great, Amanda. Did you get on with us? I did. Yep. There you are. Great. So, ladies, uh, welcome to the call. And, um, I, you know, Regan, do you want to start with just telling a little bit of your story when you joined in 2009? I know you really weren't interested in the business, but do you want to share a little bit with everybody what catalyzed you doing this and starting to form this team? Um, well, it was a few different uh, things that came up, but um, yeah, I wasn't interested in the business really at all, which happens a lot in Young Living, I know. Um, but I had me, my sister, my cousin, and my friend, who are all with us tonight too, who you know saw my kit and wanted one. I didn't really know how anything worked, so I just gave them my number, and they joined and got their kit, and that was kind of that. And then... Um, in 2012, I was just, we were just, as a family, I was having a rough financial time. Um, a lot of different bills came up that were unexpected. And I remember just picking up Louise Hayes' You Can Heal Your Life book. So this comes back to, like, the personal growth stuff that you were talking about. And I really did a mind shift on the way I was thinking about money, um, just doing little things, like when I was paying my bills instead of being um, feeling really you know, angry or having to pay this bill and said, just 
sending gratitude for the company providing the service and knowing that what you give will come back. And um, I wrote down all these different goals and things that I wanted. I had no idea I was going to get them. I was living in Saskatchewan at the time and really wanted to move to BC. So that was one of them. My My husband was teaching as a vice principal. Um, at a school and I he just loves writing and want, loves being at home with the kids so I wrote down that I really didn't know how that was going to work as he was the only provider in our house at the time and um, just traveling I really love traveling so I wrote all these things down and then um, come about December so a few months later um, Lindsay and Chanel just started posting some stuff on Facebook because they were using their oils a lot more and just seeing results and um, things started to take off for them. And then next thing I know, my uh, sponsor is calling me and she just says, you know, let's go over this new compensation plan that Young Living has come out with. It looks really great. So we did that and we just took the time to learn it. And I thought, yeah, you know, this is a really great opportunity. So um, after that, just decided to set some goals and I just set a goal to have one info session a month was what I started with and I wanted to sign up two people um, a month and just at first I was just thinking mostly to get my oils paid for Um, and yeah just kind of snowballed from there and Lindsay and Chanel's businesses took off and um, I kept just going along with the info sessions and one-on-ones and stuff and then Amanda who's also on this call she um, had quit her job about a year later and so I contacted her and she's just a firecracker and she at first was really like no I don't think Young Living's my thing but it kept kind of coming to her and so she looked at a whole bunch of different um, compensation plans out there and just realized how good of an opportunity um, Young Living was so she um, also came on board so that's how that came about. So you hit silver from executive in how long well yeah i hit executive and silver in the same month due to (laughs) Lindsay and chanel and us all working together and yeah i didn't even know that there was a silver and six uh, until i got the email i was like wow getting this aroma complete kit is pretty amazing then i really saw the opportunity it's like wow they're you know young living really rewards us for um, doing well in this business, so yes, they do, and I'm sure getting that kit was like really exciting because who doesn't oh, want yeah. that kit? <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. a gift. You open this box and you're just like, holy smokes! You know, it's just really incredible. And um, before we get in, you know, introducing everybody else, I just want each one of you too to talk about. Um, first, I want to go into before we even get into like why you're doing this, but how have you primarily grown your business? Was it doing classes or was it internet or combination or how, for you, Regan, how did you, you know, grow? Um, For me, it was a combination. Um, We do do a fair amount online, especially now because, you know, we have team members um, all over the place. So we need to do uh, webinars and stuff so we can communicate with everybody. Um, But at first, for me, it was mostly local and info sessions and then going to other people's homes to do info sessions and that what's what worked well for me. Um, and I I really feel like it's a relationship business and just building those relationships is really important and key. So, um, yeah, that was my focus. Okay, great. And so um, how why did you really, you know, I know you talked about your husband, but what are your 
your ultimate why, your, your, why you're doing this, as far as like the big grand picture, like we, either when you get to a certain point in your business or maybe even now you've started it, what do you want to do that's big, like your ultimate why? Um, I would say just living a purposeful life. Um, I just don't want to go through the regular motions of everyday life and just live more of an extraordinary life. So, you know, when my husband was able to quit his job and be at home and us both be at home um, with our kids and creating our own schedule and he's now on board too and helping out, um, it's, you know, just living a bit, a little bit differently is really awesome and helping other people also to find their purpose and um, what feels good for them and how they can bring Young Living into their life because there is so many opportunities and different ways and avenues that you can go with Young Living. Mm -hmm. So just finding, you know, what really works for them and what they're passionate about is, yeah, my purpose. Yeah, (laughs) it's my purpose. So Amanda, (laughs) what about you? How are you growing your business and what is your big ultimate why? You know, what drives you? What's the fire in your heart? Yeah, so in the beginning, um, I did a lot of info sessions and a lot of trade shows, actually, or expos. Um, And when I started, I had all of these kind of crazy excuses of why I shouldn't do it, kind of like (laughs) Regan mentioned. And the three of us, Lindsay and Chanel and I, we're all from the same town. We all kind of have the same social circle. Our town is really small. And in my mind, I'm telling myself, they have a year on me. Like, this is – I had every excuse – why it wasn't going to go well. Um, And then I kind of put that aside and and really branched out in the city that I was living in and started um, growing by just doing info sessions and Facebook, of course, because Facebook is such a good tool. Um, But when I started and really focused on the business, I hit silver very quickly from executive, and that was kind of like the, the catalyst of it all, was, okay, there's really something to this. Um, and my why has not really changed throughout the whole thing. And I, when I started, I was driven by the whole personal growth process. And I find the four of us really, um, complement each other in that area and push each other. And as we grow, our businesses keep growing and our focuses have shifted a little bit from that selling of the actual product on a daily basis to more working with our leaders and more of a mentoring role. And that really is what drives me. That's, that's my motivation is working with the up and coming people that want to make really good changes in their own life, not just selling oils, but that personal growth. So that's fantastic. And we've got, and I know you guys are going to do, be doing some really interesting things coming up here and we'll get into that in just a little bit. And then, people will be able to actually learn from you guys. So hang on a second, guys. We'll give you that in a second. Chanel, what about you? Um, how are you growing or how did you grow? And I mean, we keep, we always keep growing until we get to our ultimate goal. And, and what's your big why? Well, how I grew my business was really a lot of Facebook. I love Facebook. I still love Facebook. Um, I find ideas on Facebook. I post stuff on Facebook. So when I first started, um, Young Living was not that popular or known where we lived. So I was posting some results. I was posting some different things I was doing, some stuff I was finding, and people just ate it up and loved it and wanted to have info sessions in their home and wanted to tell their friends and family. And 
So, you know, Facebook was what really got me going, and then I branched out from that and did what I could with the people that were interested. Um, and I still use Facebook as a huge tool. I do classes online. I do different challenge groups. I have a business building group and stuff like that. It's just I find it's a really good way to communicate and keep people in the loop. Um, but my why is kind of is when I started, honestly, it was to get me out of the house. Um, I had three little kids. I just had a baby when I first, or I was pregnant when I first started and then just had a baby. Um, so it just allowed me to get out and get a little bit of free time where I felt like I was talking to like-minded people. I was talking to adults. I was, you know, just getting out of the house. And that really kept me feel like feeling like I had just more of a purpose in life than, you know, just being a mom, which isn't a bad thing, but it can get a little a little much sometimes where you feel like you need something else. Um, but I love helping people and I love being social. So getting out and talking to people and meeting new people and creating new relationships is something I just thrive on and it just really gets me going. So, you know, I love helping people. Of course, health has been a, has been a thing, a top priority for me for the last, you know, six or seven years. I've really um, been intrigued by different healthy, you know, type things, health and health and wellness things. And that's driven me a lot as well. So. Oh, fantastic. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm looking here and I'm like, you know, I think I called all you guys by your maiden names. <laughs> your last names, I apologize for that. I'm looking. No, like, you oh, were good for me. Yeah, that's okay. okay I just I think I shared. Me and Lindsay. Because my last yeah. name's Brady, not Martin. And Lindsay's yeah. Irwin, not Morin. Where did I do that? <laughs> I don't know how no, that well, came up. We, we get this. We got it. Well, it's Monday. It's, it's fine. It's yeah. Monday. I know. I'm like looking at this going, that's funny. Not. <laughs> I tagged you all on Facebook too, <laughs> just fine. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, usually it's numbers I screw up, but usually I do not screw up names. But anyways, so Lindsay, what about you? You're, you know, how are you building and what is your big, your big why? I was very similar to Chanel. We both were pregnant at the exact same time. We did it all, started all together through Facebook and info sessions. I remember doing my first info session in my house and not having a clue what to do. Just swung it, talked about what I use them for, um, and then got a little more support after that. But, I mean, my obvious why, or besides the obvious why, is, like, I absolutely love and trust the products, and I feel that they need to be shared because everyone should be using them. Um, and I love helping people make healthy choices, whether it's food, oils, etc. And I love seeing positive changes in people and their mindset. And also, the best part is when someone gets a paycheck for doing something they love doing. I love those texts at the commission time. I just got $150 or whatever it is, and they're pumped. I love that. Um, my why has definitely changed a bit throughout as I went. Um, like I started, it was Chanel, just social, getting out of the house, something to do. Um, now my why is actually similar to that, that I moved to Colorado, and I didn't actually know anyone here. And it's been a lifesaver for me in meeting people, getting to build relationships with people, with new friends, and having an excuse to meet with them to plan an event or whatever it is we're doing. So right now, my why is, again, for social reasons. Um, but, yeah, I won't go into too much more because it's very similar to the other girls. So. And if any of you here are know the personality types and the colors, you could probably tell who's what with these four girls. <laughs> I want to help people. I like to have social fun. <laughs> I'm sure you guys know the colors, don't you? I don't know them very well, no. Oh, yes. Yes, you can tell. You can speak to people according to what their 
primary category of their personality type is, and there's four different primary personalities. There's the red personality, which is, you know, get it done, you know, um, high achiever kind of, it's like me, I, you know, just like intense, go get them, driven by money and fame. <laughs> and then you've got the, the um, yellows or the pearl personality who are the people that want to help other people. They're very earth conscious, um, very, how do you want to say, um, you know, if you say the word, can you help me or, um, you know, things of that nature, that's where charity, um, making the world a better place, that's with the yellow personalities. And then your greens are your, I don't think there's any greens on here right now as far as I know. Um, the greens are the accountant types, left brain, numbers, uh, you know, very driven by details and processes, you know, computer, it's usually computer types. That's I'm very analytical like that too. I've got a lot of green. And then the blue types, which um, Chanel and Lindsay, I think you're kind of going this way, is very social, love to connect with other people. You thrive off of others. Um, social events like get you like totally excited, especially planning for them and having a good time, traveling, new people. That's the blue personality types. So um, you guys can check that out. There's some really, really good information on that. Um, uh, Tom Schreider has done it. Yeah, I've looked so at has, them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and I know that um, I'll have to look for it here in a second. I know we've got another book on it that relates it to Young Living, but I'll bring it up in a little bit. But anyways, let's get into some of these incredible topics because you guys have got, like I said before at the beginning, you guys have some really important things happening that are extremely good in your business and that you've worked through. So, Regan, do you want to start out with going into the three keys to success in your business? Sure. Um, yeah, I'm quite often asked this question, and it's really um, you know, difficult to sum up because there's so many different factors. And like you said, it's the things that you do every day that um, really make the difference. Um, but the first thing that I always say really is mindset. Um, I coach a lot of builders and people who do want to do this, and I can usually tell like quite quickly who you know is really going to succeed, and it's just by their attitude, um, their and the way they talk, their mindset. You know, they don't have a lot of excuses or complaints. And instead, they're telling me about like how this can work for them and what they're going to do, and they're all excited. And um, and I mean, we all don't get me wrong; we all have that those excuses that come up in our minds, or you know, that tape recording of why we can't do something. So it's just recognizing it and trying to replace that with positive um, reinforcement, being your own, you know, inner coach, or reaching out to somebody if. You know, you just can't quite get there. And I have seen people change by just working on the personal growth and things, um, you know, some of the stuff that you talked about at the beginning. And, you know, it is possible to change that mindset. And I have seen it happen um, several times. So that's the number one thing, I think. Um, the number two thing is investing. Um, again, back to investing in yourself through personal growth, which you can't really avoid um, with Young Living if you're really going at it. Um, it's one of the things I love about Young Living because the personal growth is so um, just merges so nicely with it. And you know, at convention, some it's amazing actually what happens at convention. You know, I've seen people just in tears the whole time because 
they're asking themselves those really deep questions. Um, but also treating your business like a business. So even if you can't do this full time, I know some of the people that are starting out, they have jobs and things, um, just setting aside specific hours throughout your week of when you can work and treating it like a job. Um, I mean, if, and also if you don't have the money to invest, there are a million free resources available, including these calls. There's anything you want on the internet that's available 24-7, really. So um, yeah, I don't think finances can really be an excuse. And just going to events, so investing, you know, any money that you're making back into your business, especially for the first year, just going to as many things as you can, learning as much as you can, buying the books, um, listening to things online, things like that. So just really investing. Um, I don't know, I myself, I'm the type of person that would rather buy a bottle of frankincense than um, like a new handbag or something. So <laughs> using the products too, like you need to use the products and have them in your home and, you know, people need to be seeing you using them. So yes. investing in the products. And yeah, the last like one, going into somebody's home and finding some Bath and Body Works in their bathroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the last one is consistency. Um, you know, when I see people su succeed in this business, they are doing it consistently and treating it like a job. And um, when I started three years ago, um, you know, my goal was to host one info session a month. And I'm still sticking to that. I'm, a lot of times I do more than that now, but I, that's the minimum that I do. And, um, you know, it's important to just people see that consistency and not seeing you doing it and not doing it and going on and off um, the wagon kind of thing. Um, yeah, and just I love hearing Deborah Rayburn talk, and she's a Royal Crown Diamond in Young Living, and she just says, give yourself five to seven years of working hard at this business and you will succeed and really five to seven years is not a long time um, considering you're setting up a lifelong career for yourself so you know you're so correct and one of the gems that you said and I want to make sure everybody catches this that and you implied it but it was definitely there is that people do what you do you know by you leading by example by doing you know the 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 live sessions or, you know, info sessions once a month at least, and they see you doing it regularly, people are watching that, and that's how they know what to do. It's not by what you say. If you tell people, do this and do this and do that, and you could give them the keys to the secrets of success, but if you're not doing it and they don't see you doing it, they won't do it. It's just so incredibly true. You've got to lead the way you want your team to grow. It's, it's, so, it's a crazy thing, but it's very, very true. So, um, Chanel, do you want to talk about finding balance with work and family? Because I know we got moms here that are listening and dads that are listening, and you know, a lot of people think that they're, you know, if they're working full time, or some people not full time, but this business or any business is going to take away from beloved family time and that connection. So, how do you find balance with all of it? Yeah, so I am, um, I guess, a little bit different than the other girls, um, but I have chosen to 
and I'm not judging anyone that does differently, of course. Um, I've chosen to not put the kids in daycare and keep them home with me, um, and my husband works full-time out of the home, and it's been a real challenge to try to balance, um, you know, not feeling like I'm neglecting the kids and trying to keep the household going and the laundry and the food and the pickups and drop-offs and and keep my business going. Um, But I've just found that explaining to my kids and explaining to my family kind of how things are going to go and how things are going to be and my busy months and things like that have really, really helped us um, get along. Um, The kids, because they've been at home with me for so much, they do go to school, two of them do now. And because they've been home with me for so much, they don't have a real easy time with me leaving still. Um, so that's been a real challenge for me, but I find if I can talk to them like, you know, like adults and explain to them, you know, why I'm doing this and what I'm doing and, you know, all that stuff, it's really, really helped them understand. Um, so that's been great. And then I just kind of try to think about it as a, as different seasons. So, you know, there's, there's different times of the year that I'm going to be really, really engrossed in my business. And I try to plan that around when my husband's business isn't as busy. So then he can help out around the house, help out with the kids, um, and I can just, you know, really get deep into my business stuff. Um, and then, you know, over the summer when things are a little slower, we live at a lake. So we spend a lot of time on our boat and a lot of time with friends and relatives in the summer. So I choose that to be, you know, my time where I, I take a bit of time off in my business. And it works out with Young Living that it's a little slower then as well. But my kids really... Um, enjoy that and I really value that time with them because I know that you know that's my slower time and that's how I've kind of worked it out um, that we make things work so I just look at it as you know you've got to do what you can do I still really make a point and an effort to do certain things like Regan said you know host at least one info session a month and try to you know enroll a couple new people a month and you know, stay connected with my social media pages. So I've learned, you know, different little tips of, you know, uh, programs like Hootsuite or CinchShare or any of those things to get myself organized. So when I have that time in the evenings when the kids go to bed and that's my work time, I can get a lot of stuff pounded out, you know, in an evening that will keep me going for a week's worth of work, um, connecting with all of my leaders and and my members and stuff like that. So um, it's been been a, a lot and it always changes. But I really like what I've chose, and I chose this business so that I could be home with my kids. They're not going to be here forever. They're going to be all full-time school, you know, in a couple of years, and I'm going to have more time, I'm sure, than I'll maybe know what to do with. And, yeah, that's that's why I chose this. So just keeping keeping those ideas in your head and knowing that, you know, we're kind of all in the same boat, but if you can commit to those hours and and explain that to your family and have them help you out, I think that makes a really big difference. Do you have a schedule laid out of family time and food time and how do you plan your meals? I mean, do you actually schedule it out or how do you actually manage the time? I try to. Busy, busy times, like I said, if I'm really busy, I find that I really lack, like I won't eat as well or I won't spend as much time with the kids. So I do kind of know that that happens and I'm okay with it. Um, but when I'm not super crazy busy, then I do try to do, you know, Mondays, Sundays and Mondays are maybe groceries and food prep. After schools, I try to make sure I hang out with the kids. Um, you know, I try to tuck them in at bedtime and lay with them and visit with them about their day. And then after that is kind of my work time. Um, I try to spend time with my husband, you know, 
at least a couple evenings um, during the week and not just be glued to my computer. Um, you know, so just like loose schedules like that for me work a lot better. Whereas I know Lindsay has a real ideal day that she'll talk about that she, you know, tunes into and, and does. Um, I find with the way my kids' schedules are and I drive my kids back and forth to school because we don't have a bus and we live out of town, a lot of times that can really screw me up with too much <laughs> scheduling. So for myself, the less I really have a stricter schedule, the less I'm stressed because then I'm not off schedule, right? So for me, it works a little better to just have a, a loose schedule of kind of what I want my week to look like. Perfect. So Lindsay Irwin, what is the importance of goal setting and how do you stay focused and organized? I know this is going to dovetail right in with what Chanel said. Yes. Um, so, I mean, honestly, for me, it's pretty simple, but it does take work to do it. Um, what has been a huge changer for me is writing things down, is writing everything down and writing it down consistently. consistently. So at the beginning of the month, I write down business goals and personal goals that I want for that month. And I try to, which doesn't happen, but every day, I have a book that's specific for it. I try to rewrite those goals or whatever the daily goal is. I usually take it with me to the park with the kids when they're playing. I'll just sit there and write down my goals for the day. Um, so that's been a huge difference for me. I also try to write down what I want to manifest. So the difference between a goal and a manifest is that um, things that seem really hard to reach um, and you have no idea how you're going to achieve it, that's something that you're trying to manifest. So Regan said she did that a lot. She wrote down these things that she wanted, had no idea how it was going to happen, but it happened. A goal is more like, I want to drink four liters of water a day. I want to hit diamond by a certain day, whatever it is. So those different. So I do write both goals and things I want to achieve in my life and no idea how I'm going to get them. I also try to write down potential new members every couple weeks um, because you do forget about people. And I just write them down and just keep thinking about them. And, you know, maybe it's a goal to contact one of those prospects every month, once a month or whatever it is. Um, another thing I do in my special book here is gratitude. So each day I write things that I'm grateful for every day um, and just try to really, like Regan said, it's all about mindset, right? So trying to keep the positive mindset of why we do this and what we love about it and, of course, things with our family and all of that as well. Um, and in regards to staying organized, like Chanel said, I do have a quite strict ideal day. It used to be more strict. I've kind of fallen off it a bit and need to get one put back together. But um, I get up in the morning quite early, 4.40 usually, go to CrossFit, um, come home, do my little morning routine with my kids. Once they're at school is when I turn on my phone and start working. But until that time, it's kind of their time. I find if I start working in the morning, then my whole day is messed up. My kitchen's a disaster for the whole day. So I try to keep it off until my kids are ready and gone for the day. And then when they get home from school, it's no electronics from school time, from after school until bedtime. Um, once they're in bed, I will make sure my house is tidy, and then I usually give myself an hour to work in the evening, and then I try to give myself at least half an hour to an hour of me time, whether it's a bath, husband time, whatever that is, um, before I go to bed and try to have at least half an hour of no electronic time before bed. Um, so that's kind of what I've done lately to, to try to stay on task. <laughs> that I tell you it's so easy especially you know all of you ladies are in the leadership the you know bigger leadership ranks and I'm telling you it's not sometimes you're like oh I'm just going to check one more email or my my phone I could just check Facebook I know somebody's responding to this and 
you know, it'll take over your life. You know, <laughs> you yeah, don't really have good, good. yeah, and boundaries. boundaries. Setting those boundaries is a key for sure. When I posted yeah. my ideal day when I first started, it was like a year and a half ago, I think, I put it on Facebook. And I'd have people message me after when I said I'd turn my phone off and just be like, I know you're not going to answer this till morning, which is fine. I just want to make sure that I sent it before I forgot, you know. So, like, people really respected that I did set those boundaries, and they knew that they weren't going to hear from me, and they were okay with that because they were made aware of it. So, You know, one of the things that is kind of, you know, something that people don't talk about in leadership, in the leadership ranks, and I even see it happening at Silver, um, where I believe that one of the – big reasons people quit and they burn out is because they do not create solid boundaries of their time and you know when their phones or their emails are shut off when not to teach or when you know if if you say I'm not going to work on Sundays but for some reason you had to do an event that Sunday how are you going to balance that out you know it's really critically important to do and it will take over your life. For you know, for some of us, you know, when we were first starting, and I'm sure you ladies could probably raise some of your hands. You would do anything to get to the next rank. You're like, I'm going to work 24/7. I'll be sleeping and typing at the same time. And then, <laughs> over the course of time, your phone rings and your skin hurts, and you're like, I hate the person calling, even though you don't even know who it is. You know, and you wind up very. Um, you have a lot of. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, somebody's laughing. I want to hear why. But you, you literally yeah, get to, you're, you just hate it. So go ahead and, and share with, what, what do you, are you feeling it here? <laughs> yeah, we've been there for sure, I think. Yeah, I know. It's so true, but that's Silver the dark side of this. Hmm? Yeah. Silver, I think, was almost hardest being around, like, in the silver, gold area because you were wanting to build so badly and you had all these other new people everyone was new to the oils everyone was new to the business so it was constant questions and coaching and helping and you know it was just always always on and that pressure of you know not wanting to miss anybody or you know letting someone go because you needed those people right and I find now being where I am it's a little bit easier to let some of that stuff go because it, it, you know it'll be there and it's it's not as much pressure maybe. I don't know what it is. but Well, I guess we'll talk about since we're going to the place that most people don't go and talking about this stuff. So and you, you, you either one of you can answer, all of you can answer because this is something that you said it just a second ago. How – do you manage to take care of everybody or who do you focus on? Because as we know, when you're silver or when you're senior star, you can talk to everybody. When you're executive, you can be in touch with everybody. You're trying to do the same thing at silver and then you're either going to implode or explode. And then to bridge from silver to gold to platinum to diamond to the bigger ranks, how do you manage keeping in touch with everybody and when do you finally let go and, you know, um, uh, and delegate? That's the word I'm looking for. So I'd like you guys to talk about it because this is where a lot of people get stuck, and I know people listening are going to get stuck on this, and they're there now. I can hear I can hear people invisibly through the phone. <laughs> um, I just I think it's about what we talk about a lot in network marketing is duplication. And really training your leaders well. 
and setting the boundaries, like Chanel said, too. Yeah. Does anybody else want to pipe in on that? Yeah, I definitely think that if you can get in, um, you know, with some of your upcoming leaders and and doing some training with them um, to, you know, make sure that they are in touch with their team and and giving them that role rather than you having to micromanage every single thing. I think that was huge for me and just working with those people closely and, you know, trying to coach them along kind of from what I had went through. Yes. Also, go ahead. Also, I feel, too, like what we've done in, like, Chanel and Amanda and Lindsay have all ended up cross-line, even though they're all good friends, just because I didn't know how the business worked when I started or that it would ever turn into what it was. But we chose to all work together and to use our strengths, because all four of us have very different strengths. So we have compiled those strengths together to create a team and then to provide those resources and things and we can work together. And that has made like a world of difference. Does having that buddy system and taking away some of that competition, like I know before we started working together, I would see Chanel or Amanda post something on Facebook. I'd be like, dang it, I was going to post that. Or, you know, I'd be like, that's such a good idea. I wish I would have thought of that. But now we work so much better together and it takes some of that stress and anger and, you know, disappointment out of it. And it really, like, I think we've excelled the way we have because we have chose to work together even though we aren't ideally on the team, right? Completely. And I guess it goes, I think that segues. communication. Yes. And support, I think, like, the support of each other. We have a Facebook chat, and if somebody is having an issue with a member or a or a leader, or a, you know, just having a bad day, having that support to you know be like, oh well, yeah, my week was like that last week, or oh, I had that happen before. This is what I did, you know. I, that's a huge, huge thing too. Mm. That's for sure, and I know that I get, we're going to get deeper into that when we um, go to our next question here. I guess question or segment. Um, Amanda Brady, your turn. You are. Uh, not last or least, but we're just going to have you here talk about the team atmosphere because this is where we're going with this. Do you want to talk about that and uh, working cross-line and friendships and all that other good stuff? And also, after that, talk, we'll talk about what you guys are doing at beauty school. Yeah, for sure. Um, so like Regan kind of said, we rather than all of us going it alone and taking on all this work ourselves, we really just sat down and and combined our talents together because we are all totally different and um, and we're comfortable with that. So that's super important is knowing before you can ever really get into work with anybody, you have to know what are you good at, what are your strengths, and what aren't you good at. And if you can define that, it makes working with somebody a lot easier um, and you're going to get your feelings hurt a lot less, right? Um, like Chanel is our idea person and our quick start. And she will have something done and created and posted. It might be full of spelling mistakes, but the thought was there and it's an amazing thought. Go <laughs> Chanel! But that's her. She's just like, <laughs> it's quick, it's quick, it's quick. And so it's like we need Regan there to kind of balance that out, right? Like it's very, we work so well together. We have such a good dynamic. Um, but we also have a history, and I think that that is a big part of it in that we all trust each other and we know each other and we understand 
personalities, right? So just like you can team up with somebody that you might know really well on your team, you can also team up with a brand new member, but you really have to put that trust in, right? And in order to trust somebody, it goes back to knowing yourself. And it doesn't mean that we don't have any of those feelings that, you know, come up or we don't deal with situations with members in our downline um, because we do. And it all just comes back to communication and us talking it out and encouraging, you know, we go back, we refer to the book, The Four Agreements a lot, right? Don't make mm-hmm. assumptions. Don't take things personally. Be impeccable with your word. So, you know, mean what you say and always do your best. So it's, we kind of like are reminding each other of those things um, regularly. And for us, it's worked so well. And if somebody is feeling, um, you know, behind or they're feeling like they're not good enough or their OGV is lagging or whatever it is, maybe they're just in a funk, we talk it out. And it's so much better to talk about it and hear somebody else go, oh my goodness, like, I feel like that too, right? You're not alone. You're never alone. There's always somebody else that feels that way. And so to be able to have that support and that backbone has created a really good team environment. And I think that has transferred down to our team as a whole because we see our own team members that are way cross line working with each other and helping each other out. So it really has transferred down into something that is really neat to watch. Yeah, that is incredible because um, we do feel like we're an island, honestly. You know, you think you're going through some struggle yourself and you, what was it, last month I think a lot of people had some, some volume challenges, we'll put it that way, for whatever reason. And, you know, you think, oh my gosh, I'm the only person, is my business going down? Am I going to become a senior star again? I mean, you go through all this stupid dialogue and then you're like, you start talking to your upline, you start talking to crossline, and you start hearing, oh, every, a lot of people are going through this. Okay, I'm not the only one, or you know, things like that. That's it, it's so incredibly important to do that. And you know, when it's when, when the Pat, ego steps in, really, right? <laughs> yeah, completely. And you know, do you guys always get along, or sometimes do you have any little? Things that come up where there's a little bit of disagreement on ways of doing things, or how does how does that go with you guys? We have like, moments, but not I that. would say I would say we always get along. So like we respect yeah. each other enough that we don't we don't go to those places where we're insulting to each other or do you know what I mean? Like we trust each other enough and we're honest and respect each other enough that if Chanel's gonna call me out on my BS, she's gonna call me out and I might pout about it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. but I know she's coming from a good place and then we move past it, right? Like it's mm-hmm. kind of, and it's all in the name of growth and it's all in the name of you. If you're in your own funk, it's hard to see your way out, right? So relying on somebody else to give you another point of view and even though it can be tough sometimes to admit that they might be right, it always comes around that way. Yes. And that's part of personal growth too, I think, that is to, you know, put that ego aside and be coachable. And I'm sure you all could agree that if when somebody comes into your business, if they're not coachable, it, there is no way they're going to be successful because they have to, you know, put, them, put their own ego aside and be open to learning from people 
and having that open mind, it's it's really. I think the hardest thing to work with is is trying even to work with somebody who is not coachable. It's like a complete. It's so frustrating. <laughs> you just can't go anywhere. Yeah. And you, you know. Ah. <laughs> so like we've um, all said, I think more than once that we wished we just had a team of people, you know, kind of like we are, right? Motivated and and. And we're so lucky that we have so many people that are motivated, but you do come across those people that want to get in. They think it's a get rich quick thing. They think, you know, they're going to get in and we're just going to build their teams for them. And so when you do get those members that are hard workers or they're motivated and they see the positive change and they just go, that's when you, you know, you kind of go back to this is why I'm doing this, right? It's, it's that, but every time you, you go back to that situation or, you, or you're experiencing that growth and the success, you always run into situations where, you know, somebody's, somebody's started building and their friends are already signed up somewhere else and they want them all to move and, you know, how do you deal with that? And, and we have cousins and family members all across the three of us because, like I said in the beginning, we're all from the same town. Mm-hmm. So, and, and we try and discourage moving as much as we can because we have the support no one in our downline can ever say that they you know are lacking in support somewhere in our team because we have been very present online through emails phone we travel around like it's been something that's super important to us and yeah we just try and deal with things as they come and honest and straightforward and try not to take things personally. I think that's the big thing. How did you guys start building outside of your town? You know, this this is where my this is my theory and I've seen it happen a lot in my own organization where people will speak to their friends and family and those in their town and they'll get to solid executive and then that's it because the next the next level of reaching out to the next network doesn't happen and how, you know, especially all being from the same town, how have you done that? To, obviously, you have because you've broken into the larger ranks. Well, I think Facebook really mm-hmm. <laughs> has helped. And, I mean, we're in Saskatchewan. We were in, all in Saskatchewan, and that it's a lot of small towns. So it spreads out pretty quickly. Um, and just it's that teaching duplication, teaching people how to – enroll people and you know and it it doesn't take long for you to expand outside your own social network mm-hmm. yes very very I critical guess, i don't know i guess it just really didn't yeah that wasn't too much of an issue it was maybe it was more of an excuse that i was trying to make there for myself than one that was actually there <laughs> got it got it and that i think people they do they, yeah. there's a fear within them that once they have gone out, you know, their friends and family have all enrolled, there's this little fear. It's just a little personal growth thing. It's just like, poof, they just got to jump and go, okay, I got to go and get out of my comfort zone and go meet people I don't know or ask my current people if if they want any, know anybody who's got presentations or, yeah, there's this little jump that happens. And so you you ladies have got a big weekend coming. Aren't you going to be speaking at uh, beauty school? Talking about uh, some important things there, inner beauty and outer beauty. Yeah, we're going to speak um, on Saturday at the beauty school in Banff, and we're really excited about it. We've been planning our little presentation, and, and 
when Shannon first asked us to speak for two hours, we kind of thought, how are we going to fill two hours? Like, that's a lot of time for us to just Mm -hmm. stand up there and talk. But once we really got into it, it didn't take long to fill up that that time slot. And so we're really excited about our topic because we, she asked us to talk about how, you know, beauty is not just internal and it's not just external. It's a combination of both and how you present yourself as well as, you know, your morals and your values and that kind of thing. And that's something that we are all really passionate about exercise and eating healthy and, you know, being well-rounded and balanced and how that transfers out into all areas of your life. So it all really ties back to that personal development theme, right? So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it, and so many people, um, you know, they, they don't, how do, or they do, some people do, um, they really understand that personal growth thing. And the interesting thing about Young Living especially, but it is also true in network marketing that you, wherever you're at in your business, if you're growing, you you still haven't hit that point, but you'll hit a point in your business somewhere where you're going to get stuck. And wherever you get stuck, mm-hmm. it could be two months, six months, five years, you know, that's the point where you really have to look inward and in the mirror and do that personal growth because it's you that's keeping yourself there. And that's, that's when you need a humility oil. <laughs> And bust that baby out. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. And one and one that's like for fear, right? Valor, right? Yeah, um, valor. My husband is in sales as well. He does um, insurance, and he actually gave me a really good tip. This was a few months back, and he was doing some self-development work, and he was reading a book at the time, and it was talking about going out and finding the no. So shifting your mindset from... I have to go find somebody to say yes to buying a kit, right? And you you look at it as a daunting task to to find one person to say yes to invest, right? Rather than turn it around and go find 10 people to say no. I challenge you to go find 10 people to say no. And it really shifts the way you think. And it is really hard to find 10 no's. And so I did that. He, He kind of put that out there for me and I found six yeses before I found my first no. (laughs) <laughs> Lovely. So it was really a interesting, an interesting little concept. So it's, I find that if you're stuck, sometimes think outside the box, right? Go to other people that are in the same, it doesn't even have to be young living, but in the same kind of sales business and see what they have done that works. Mm. Lindsay, are you going up to uh, beauty school this weekend? I am, yep. Yes, very cool. Yeah. I was wondering that. Oh, beauty school is uh, such a neat thing that Young Living has put together, and it really just shifts into, you know, Young Living has a a very large female um, distributor population, but I really love it because it embraces the feminine. Um, Because when you're building a business, and I'm going to get a little woo-woo on you guys, and then we'll finish up here, but when you're building a business, it's an energy, it's yin and yang um, energy. And the yin energy, you know, when you see the little yin-yang symbol, the the yin is the feminine and the yang is the masculine, which is also growth and action. And when you're in your business and you're growing and you're building and you're making things happen, it's very yang, which is a masculine type of energy. And we often lose as we're growing these businesses and you're hitting the higher ranks and you're really successful. We lose that yin 
aspect of ourselves and the yin is all about nurturing the feminine and, and nurturing yourself and um, receiving versus giving. And I feel it's so important to go there, not even to learn how to do presentations about it or whatever. I think it's so important just to do that self-nourishment with the company that we're building and putting out all that young energy. So I know that was totally random, but I just had to say it. <laughs> Jen, can so. I add one more thing? Yes. I was just going to mention how um, both all four of us, when we first started building and doing our business, we listened to your calls all the time. And that's what got us to learn a lot. And I'd listen to them on the way to my, as I was driving to my info session, I just felt like it would make me more confident and motivate me. And I'd always have, I learned something from every single call. So I just want to say thank you for doing these calls. We really appreciate it. I know how many people you're helping with them. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Because honestly, sometimes when I'm on this phone, I feel like I'm talking into the abyss. And I don't, you know, I, I know I get the report <laughs> and I see how many people are on live. And then I see, you know, through my other data, how many downloads we get and how many visits. And it's a lot, you guys. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, who's listening? I hope they're help, getting help. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's like, I hope they're sharing and letting this do the work for them because I wish I had this, you know, and I just, I appreciate that. And to see, your success and you know for all of you is really um rewarding and i and it keeps me going because i tell you sometimes monday night comes along and i'm like dang it i want to go just lay down on the floor and just let my cats jump on me you know <laughs> you, you don't and and then you don't want to do it you know right <laughs> that's why i say monty it's the first monday again take it <laughs> yeah. oh gosh but thank you you gals it's just wonderful to have you here and um you know, as a team coming together and as moms and as entrepreneurs and as women, um, this is just, it's incredibly important to share and come together. And your Facebook page is the real deal. Um, so people can find you on Facebook and the emails that I sent out, the, the image in the email is linked for those of you that got the email. And you guys can find them and follow them and see what they're up to as well. But uh, any last thoughts before we wrap up our evening here? We are at the top of the hour, if you can believe it. Nope. Well, thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. Yes, you are so welcome. All right, ladies, well, thank you once again, and I'm going to open up the line so that people can say goodnight to you as well. So hang on, everybody. Thank you. 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 Thank you.